0: The Fade 5 Podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets, you jack wagons. Brad the big Noise Evans here, joined by the good stuff! Back from Las Vegas, Nevada, Nathaniel Lundy. His liver is still ordering drinks at the Mandalay Bay. A number of bars, just kind of bar hopping all over the place. But we are back, uh, we have a renewed relationship, and we are here to lose you some bets. Uh, although, Lundy's probably going to make you some bang there on the boards and let's go ahead and get after it right now speaking of uh dropping the puck and making some bucks let's hop aboard the honk honk plus bus a on uh this uh incredible tuesday broadcast a taco tuesday i feel a little bit spicy on something at plus 100 odds or greater good sir do share
1: well, let me bounce in here. Let's get our puck bucks on the board, yeah. Brad. Or we're going to do it with a two-legger just going straight on the money line, folks. Uh, this is all we need. Uh, Edmonton, a heavy favorite. They're the late game tonight. 9 o'clock Eastern time is when they will drop the puck. Lots of games, by the way, at 7 o'clock Eastern. We'll talk about a couple of those when we get into bonus time. But give me Edmonton at home. They are taking on Detroit. Here's why. The Red Wings have not played a road game in almost a month. Um, They have been at home, and then obviously the All-Star break was built in there as well. So we're talking about a Detroit team that has been able to hang out there in lovely Michigan and not go on the road. Uh, And now all of a sudden they have to go on the road. And in doing so, the first game of the road trip is in Edmonton. Edmonton has not lost at home since December 16th. (laughs) Yes, you had to sign your checks with 23 the last time that they lost a game at home. So I really like Edmonton, but because of those stats, the odds makers know it. And Edmonton is a heavy favorite, right around a minus 250, 255, depending upon the book. So we went over to DraftKings and we're adding in the New York Islanders on the money line at home as well. The reason why they're taking on Seattle. Seattle has lost eight out of their last 10 games. They lost last night to New Jersey three to one, and they are playing their third road game in four days oh that's scheduling gods have absolutely taken yeah they have drained uh the tank for the kraken shall we say they are just (laughs) flopping around like a goldfish out of water so i think seattle is screwed i think that the kraken this is one of those schedule losses but they're also not playing very well right now as evidenced by the fact like i said third road game in four days that they're going to play. They've already lost the first three of this road trip. You just start adding it together, and I think both of those teams are going to snowball, both Detroit and Seattle. So we take the flip side, the home teams on the money line, take Edmonton, take the Islanders, put both of those together, plus 137 over at DK.
0: Oh, that's juicy. Let's go to the college hardwood and turn your attention to college basketball because March is just over the horizon. The NFL has already had its sunset, so we got to gear up for the madness, baby, again, right around the corner. So on this SGP and come with me if you are buying what I'm selling. Yeah, it's just a measly plus 100 odds, but I feel confident this is going to cash at BetMGM. Creighton is taking on Georgetown. And I'm going to go on the SGP, Creighton minus 13 on that old spread. And I'm going to take the total as high as I possibly can at 156. And windmill slam dunk that under. Uh, Georgetown, much to the chagrin of Patrick Ewing, Alonzo Mourning, Allen Iverson, they are a punchline. they one the worst uh, Power Six Conference teams in these United States of America. And Creighton should be able to clean their clocks there. And Omaha, Omaha, hut, hut, hike. Uh, you look at Creighton, number 165 at adjusted tempo here for the last 30 days. Uh, number 83, DFG offense. Number 59, in EFG defense. It played extraordinarily well there at home. Uh, probably going to have... Uh, you know, a packed house of fifteen to seventeen thousand there in eastern Nebraska. This is a team that now it defends uh, terrifically inside the arc. They really score prolifically from two why because Orion ryan a long drink of water there that seven further their weakness is along the perimeter defensively is they're giving up 37.4 percent the last month from way downtown uh but a team that should have no issue whatsoever because georgetown royally sucks number 338 efg offense number 362 they are dead last in college basketball in effective field goal percentage defense over the last month. I think Creighton rolls. If you want to just take it on the standard minus 18 and a half minus 19 line, I probably play that sucker I even in the alt market at like minus uh twenty and a half minus twenty-one. So to recap to recap on this SGP. I'm flying high with the Blue Jays, the Creighton minus 13 on that alt spread. And the under 156 on the alt total, they're at plus hundred odds at Bet MGM. With those bets on the board, let's get after it on this taco Tuesday with another edition. Of the fade five, number five, uh, numero cinco on the countdown today. Yeah, a little bias baked in here, but I L L inside the state farm center, the cows are gonna move. I think Illinois, uh, is gonna win in handily against the University of Michigan. Uh, Illinois laying 15 and a half on this one, available at DraftKings at minus 110. I've seen as high at some books at minus 16 and a half, and I still would be scared. Of that line, why Michigan is pathetic. Uh, Pretty much everywhere, uh, you know, Jawan Howard could have one leg out the door because his ass – uh, could get handed one-way ticket out of town here in short order. Um, you know, Michigan uh, playing at a pretty slow rate here last 30 days. Number 221 in adjusted temple, And really their calling card, if there was a, a positive calling card for this team, was, you know, they could score at least decently. Well, not so much here over the last month. Number 287, an effective few-goal percentage offense. Uh, I think this is Doug McDaniel's last game on his mysterious and bizarre six-game road suspension so their top score uh, unlikely to be in uniform and on top of that they don't play any damn defense number 273 fg defense again over the last 30 days giving up 52.9 percent inside the arc and 38.6 percent outside of it a terrible defensive rebounding team and Illinois really attacks the offensive blast because of Coleman Hawkins presence Uh, a danger probably play around seven to ten minutes in this one should be able to clean up Early and often inside, Terrence Shannon uh, really attacks the a glass, the mask as well. Illinois loves to play to brisk pace. They've been a little bit uh, touch and go at home this season, but still 12-2 and two overall. Uh, just number 164, EFG offense at home, but they're number nine in the nation inside the friendly confines in EFG defense. Uh, and a team, too, uh, if you look at the overall defense, uh, been outstanding here of late. And they could really stretch out the perimeter. And as long as those triples aren't falling for Michigan, I think Illinois rocks, rolls, and has a sweat free cover. So ILL minus 50 and a half against those clawless Wolverines, minus 110 available at DraftKings. A Lundy. Am I indeed way too biased? Fader follow.
1: Well, first of all, yes, you are biased, um, as evidenced by uh, eighteen oh, weeks of the regular analysis. season analysis. No, you're just, you know, it's just, it, look, folks. Uh, I, two words that will explain Brad's uh, bias: mandatory Montgomery. Um, oh, yeah. So yeah. you, uh, you, you mentioned uh, a, a road suspension. Um, that, I kind of feel like that's what I'm on after Vegas. Um, I, I, <laughs> what like, your I'm, liver is. Yeah. I, well, I left my liver. Uh, there was a box at the bottom of the elevator. um at the mandalay uh where you're you're that's just there was one for like if you're you're finished using your room keys when you've checked out and then there was another one that was like hey you can leave your liver here uh we will uh we'll we'll treat it we'll take care of it uh we'll nurse it back to health uh and then you can come back and pick it up uh i i'm pretty sure that i I think that's what happened to me i really don't remember it's It's a great service that vegas offers yeah, it, it, was all, it was all a blur. Yes, I think you are absolutely biased in this one. However, uh, I will roll with this one because they will be at the State Farm Center there in lovely Champaign-Urbana. So yes, give me uh, Illinois. I, I'd rather maybe alt this down to like 12 and a half and find something I want to put it with because I do think this is a lot of points, Brad, especially if they call off the dogs late, but Illinois should roll.
0: I and I take care of business, boys. Number four. All right, New Quattro here on the fade at five countdown, all college basketball, all the time. Let's head out west. And speaking of uh, Nevada, let's talk about the Awoo Wolfpack and uh, a monster game there in the Mountain West Conference uh, between the University of Nevada there in Reno against visiting New Mexico. Uh, Lobo's on a fast track right now for the NCAA tournament. Uh, Nevada kind of teeter tottering whether or not they're going to get an at-large bid, but they have five quarter one victories on the air. And I believe this is another opportunity if I'm remembering the net rankings right. Anyway, I like New Mexico, though, plus a 2.5. And And I know this line opened at 1.5, and it's already jumped a point, but that's too much. And I think there is now value on the board with the Lobos as a result. Minus 110 juice there at BetMGM. The reason being is this. uh, New Mexico loves to run. Uh, They're one of the fastest teams in the country over the last 30 days. Number four in the nation and adjusted tempo. And they can really fill up the cup as well with a dynamite backcourt of Jamal Mashburn Jr., Jalen House. Number 59 in EFG offense over the last 30 days. They're netting 54.9% inside the arc and 35.5% outside of it. On the road this season, an outstanding 4-3 and straight up and their number 68 EFG offense on the road. The downside is defensively. Uh, now I, I could say this over the last 30 days, respectable number 101 at EFG defense in the country. However, in road environments, that number balloons to 241. And uh, that's a little uneasy for sure, but they are number 14 and Bartorvik over the last month. So they're playing at a high level right now. Uh, For them, you know, it's all about splashing from outside and scoring at will inside. Nevada, much slower team tempo wise. Number 285, adjusted tempo last 30 days. Number 114 EFG offense. However, over the last 30 days, they too have warts on defense. Number 216 in EFG D nationally. They really get after it on the offensive glass. Very good at the free throw line, but defensively they struggle, especially around the 10. So the bigs and uh, off, uh, you know, off the dribble on the attack with uh, the dynamite backcourt that uh, New Mexico possesses, they could have a mountain of success against a team, though, that is 11-1 straight up at home. And they're number 45 in the EFG defense. But, again, that defense has really waned here over the last uh, month or so. So, pull it all together. Pull it all together. Your Captain on coming to play here, mateys. I like the Lobos. Plus two and a half. On the road in Reno, minus 110 at the MGM, Lundy Better follow.
1: You know how I feel about college teams on the road. That's the problem. Here you are taking points. Here you are again. trying. Yeah, you're doing it again. And you I just did it again. Keep, you keep tempting fate. You just, oh, man. And it won't the be the last is, time. I know that. I know, I know. But, because the, the truth is, I'm with you. I, I like New Mexico, man. I like I the Lobos here. I just... When we're talking Mountain West basketball, when we're talking late in the season, um, when when teams are starting to jockey, they're starting to, to just barely look through the window outwardly to that conference tournament coming up. All of that stuff. I get worried about a team going on the road and being able to sustain it. I could totally see New Mexico having a lead in this game and holding on to it for 10, 15, 20 minutes of, of clock time. And then suddenly Nevada sneaks one in. I'm going to hope that the hook is going to play and that this is going to be as good of a game as you and I think it is. But I'll tell you what, man, this one scares me. However, remember what I said before about the idea of taking Illinois' line down on an alt? Mm. Maybe you do that and pop New Mexico up to, say, five and a half or six and a half and parlay those two together. Just an idea to throw out there because, man, I like this Lobos team.
0: Uh, Lundy, he is a very smart individual. I am a royal dumbass. I'm going to take New Mexico on the standard line. Number three. Numero trace here on the feed a five countdown, and let's do my edition of safety first. Uh, Luddy was messing around with some of the alt lines, uh, on the Lobos. This is Bill SGP in this matchup between Old Miss, uh, the Rebels, uh, taking on Kentucky. Uh, members of really on the struggle bus right now. They've lost three consecutive inside rump. What the hell is going on? Is Cal gonna get his ass handed to him and fired imminently? Yeah, I think it's entirely possible. So on this SGP, give me old miss plus one and a half, and I'm gonna take the total down to 157 And, a half, and you see, you say, Well, that's a massive number. It doesn't matter anyway. And I'm gonna hit the over on that plus one oh five. You put those hands together there at DraftKings Sportsbook. Old Miss, uh, a team under Chris Beard has played decent on the road. They're three and four straight up. Uh, you look at the advanced analytics, not that great. Uh, number one seventy-two in EFG offense and two twelve in EFG defense. So Again, that raises uh, the uneasiness, uh, to say the least. Uh, Over the last month, they're outside the top 200 EFG offense and EFG defense. Defense is the biggest downside for them, but they really attack the offensive glass. Uh, They shoot the rock well from outside for the last 30 days, 36.3% from distance. Kentucky doesn't... defend they refuse to body up and guard anybody and they play at a very brisk pace number 23 over the last 30 days in adjusted tempo in college basketball at home they are 10 and 4 straight up again three consecutive losses number 70 of G offense man they can fly absolutely score at will at times they go on some massive runs but defensively they give up equally massive runs evidenced by the number 185 ranking in that category over the last 30 days, number 129 in EFGD. And they're not a good defensive rebounding team. So the second chances could be the difference of this paying or not paying for the Rebels in this one. If they can capitalize on those offensive rebounds, I think they're going to keep this one nice and snug. So to recap on the SGP, Ole Miss plus one and a half of the all spread. And give me the overall the all total, 157 and a half. Plus 105 at DraftKings. Lundy, I don't trust Kentucky. Fade or follow.
1: I don't trust them either right now. You already brought it up. Three in a row at Rupp is unheard of. Never
0: happened. That yeah. is
1: that is apocalyptic shit, yep. people. Yep. That does not happen to a team like Kentucky, especially there at Rupp. So, uh, yes, I don't trust them. I think Ole Miss keeps this close. I think the streak comes to an end. I think Kentucky wins this game. Yep. Right. And you finally get right. You start Maybe. to feel a little bit better, but I don't. Well, but but I don't. But I it, but regardless, I don't think they're going to run Ole Miss out of the gym. I just don't. Because even if even if he can get them to come out of the gate in the first half and play strong. Right. Rip some a new one says we're embarrassing ourselves at home, blah, blah, blah. And they come out. Eventually, you start to regress back to what you've done in the last three games at home. And so they might jump out to a big lead. But I think it then comes shrinking back down, and Ole Miss can manage to keep this close. So I think Kentucky wins. I like Kentucky on the money line to finally get right at home. But I think Ole Miss does this, and I'm with you on the points. Take the over on that 157.
0: If Kentucky somehow loses his stock up on the bourbon, Kentucky fans, you're going to need it. Number two. Numero dos here on the Fade of Five. Countdown. Let's go to Indianapolis, an historic Hinkle Coliseum, where history is baked into the walls there. I've seen a couple of games, and ooh, I get chills every time I enter that building where Hoosiers was filled for crying out loud. And a team that I think is going to do the best hickory impersonation uh, is the home squad there. And Butler, give me the Bulldogs. Woof, woof! Uh, going to have a lot of bark today against visiting Marquette, a team that is way up there in the national rankings, and for good reason. And a team that I recently wrote about is a final four contender, at plus 700 odds available there at DraftKings. But uh, they could take a step back tonight against the home squad. So I'll take about the plus a four and a half. I think the uh, spread is way too high. Open a three and a half got jacked up immediately as the public was pounding the Golden Eagles. Uh, but they could be ground in this game. Uh, Butler could really use another resume victory right now. They're barely in the projected bracket big board field as a number 11 seed. But uh, maybe they jump up a line uh, with a key victory here against Marquette. Minus 110 is the juice there at DraftKings. A little bit more background, statistically speaking, on why. I like the Bulldogs. Number 104 in tempo over the last month. Number 164 EFG offense, but number 254 in EFG defense during that stretch at home this season. Uh, they're 10-2 and two straight up. Very good offensive team. Again, number 107 in EFG offense, but suspect D, number 176 in EFG defense. Excellent on the defensive glass. So, Iguodaro could be limited with some of those second-chance opportunities he gains. Uh, Truth be told, I love Tyler Cole. I think he's the best point guard in the nation. He's a guy who's the floor general there for Marquette, uh, and an incredible shot creator and a shot maker in his own right. That's why, over the last 30 days, Marquette is number one, numero uno in the country in EFG offense. Uh, but they were to just number 135 in EFG defense. Uh, really getting pounded primarily inside, though they defend the arc extraordinarily well. Again, four and a half in my estimation, Lundy. Just too many points. Is Marquette the better team? Hell yes. Do they have overall better personnel? I totally agree. But as we've seen, highly ranked teams going on the road this season have repeatedly, consistently gotten knocked off and this could be another court storm in the end, there inside historic Hinkle. So, to recap, to recap, Butler plus four and a half, my new Rodos play of the day against Marquette, minus 110 at DraftKings. Good, sir. Better follow.
1: This is me following the trend. We talked about this a couple of weeks ago here on the pod. The fact that um, top 25 teams on the road this year had a sub 500 record when playing in yep. somebody that was unranked. Um, it was sub 500. It was a stat that SVP gave one night on SportsCenter that really jumped out to me because he compared it to the last few seasons where the winning record was in the 70 percentile and then you were looking at something sub 500. So there's just something right now about these teams going on the road. It's going to make March Madness a ton of fun uh, when it gets here because we are going to see some upsets and we're going to see some fun, some buzzer beaters. I'm looking forward to it. I like the idea of taking the points. And again, that arena, I've never been lucky enough. Enough to be there but i know there's a vibe i know they play off of it i know the students will be there and be raucous put all of that together and i think marquette's in for a fight
0: uh, for a minimum folks do it for gene hackman back butler inside ankle Number one. All right, New Maruno here on the Figgy to Five podcast. All college basketball, all the time edition. My number one play on this Taco Tuesday. Give me Providence. The Friars minus one and a half against visiting St. John's at a minus 110 juice there at Bet MGM. It is snowy out east. In fact, some people are calling it a blizzard in some parts, and there was concern this game Uh, would be postponed until tomorrow. So that may still be on the table, but the game at record time is still on. So keep abreast of that situation, whether it's today, tomorrow, it doesn't matter. I'm going to go with the Friars here and lay the un punto and a half against the Johnnies. Uh, And the reason being as simple as this, uh, Providence and St. John's, both residents of Bubbleville right now. They need this victory more than anything, and this is kind of a playing game of sorts. As some of the committee members start to gather their thoughts and their papers, and they're really keeping an eye on a lot of these teams that are on the fence, uh, and this is a matchup that could sway their opinion one direction or the other. I mean, look at the Friars over the last 30 days. Uh, number 147 in EFG, offense number 184 in EFG defense. Now, that's not uh, outstanding production, But it's decent to say the least. And you look at Providence as well. They are 12 and 2 inside the dunk this year. And the EFG data does rise. Number 72 in EFG offense, number 45 in EFG defense. They're a very locked down team there defensively at home. St. John's putting ball through baskets has been a bit of a chore here of late. Over the last 30 days, number 290. In EFG offense, they're only netting in 48.7% inside the arc and 30.2%. That's it outside of it on the road. Number 261 to EFG defense, where they're just two and five straight up. So I know it's a patino and that factor. Uh the guy can coach his, his ass off. He really can. But I think Cam English and Providence, the Friars, get it done. And what is gonna be Probably uh, at least a half-drunk crowd that shows up there. May not be full capacity because of Mother Nature, uh, but the students that are there, they're drinking Tall Boys, probably at tape time right here in the morning. They're already half of the bag in preparation for this game. So my number one play of the day, Providence minus one and a half against the Johnnies, minus 110 at Ben MGM. Lundy. Better follow.
1: Well, Providence needs this. They've lost to him twice in a row. They lost to him earlier uh, this year. They lost to him at the end of last season. It's time to be able to bounce back, take him at home. I'll roll with you with this one. I don't have a whole lot of logic behind it, especially if there's a blizzard. I mean, if there's a blizzard going on, that's uh, that's weird. Speaking of which, the other day I was driving around Denver. Literally, it's it's pissing snow, uh, and I watched uh, this family walking out of the Dairy Queen. And I'm like, what? Yeah. What what are you, what are you, what are you doing? damn weirdos. Uh, A
0: blizzard for the blizzard. Uh, Give me Oreo, please.
1: Yeah, that's exactly what was happening. That was exactly what was happening. But I'm just, I trust you on this one. I don't know a whole lot about these two teams other than the fact that you look at their last, their last, like 10, 12 times they've played. It is right down the middle, folks, in terms of splits, in terms of over-unders, in terms of against the spread. These are just two teams that always battle each other. So I will lean into the home team here and roll with the Friars. Uh, And Brad and I have told you, uh, quite possibly one of the uh, scariest mascots in all of college sports.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah. The the, the Friar will haunt uh, your nightmare. Just
1: stares right through your soul. It's crazy. Right through the television.
0: I'm willing to sell my soul to the Friar if they get the cover night there at minus one and a half. Uh, What is Lundy going to sell his soul on? It's bonus time, bonus time. Uh, Surely he's got uh, probably another 10 picks in the NHL. So, Lundy, what do you got for me?
1: Uh, I've got some. There's a couple of things that I'm waiting on, including uh, who's starting goaltenders are going to wind up being in some of the matchups this evening. But there are 11 games on the schedule. However, as I told you, there's not a lot of late night Hockey this evening because of those 11 games, six of them actually get started uh, at seven o'clock Eastern time in terms of a puck drop. Let me give you a couple that I like on that early slate. Uh, I'm going to zag instead of zig with a lot of what folks think. I'm going to play the over on the total of six between Tampa and Boston. Almost everybody is talking about this goaltender matchup, trying to be able to keep the score low. All of those kinds of things, but here's where I think we may we may wind up with a push, uh, by the way, and you can get the over on the six at minus 118 over at DraftKings. This could be a push, could be kiss your sister, and then we just move on, but here's the reason why I think we might hit the seven. First and foremost, you look at the two times they've played each other this season, 5-4 in overtime and 7-3. So as good as you want to talk about the goaltending, these two teams can also score. That's one of the reasons why I want to zag instead of zig and play the over here. And I might even bump it up to 6.5 and take it at plus odds. The other reason why... Boston cannot stay out of the box, y'all. They are constantly in the penalty box. And if that happens, I know this Tampa team is down just a little bit. But in terms of the power play, they know how to take advantage of it. And if the Bruins are going to spend some time in the naughty box, I think Tampa can take advantage of it. And if that happens we may hit the over on it. So again, a lot of the pundits out there are saying to play the under. I can understand why. I just get a feeling we may see some scoring tonight. So I'm going to roll with that one. Speaking of scoring, I don't think we're going to see a lot between Carolina and Dallas. And in fact, it's not the over under that I want to play. I'm playing a half unit tonight on them to go to overtime at plus 370 at FanDuel. You can find it at plus 360 over at DraftKings, but to give you an idea, it's plus 290 at BetMGM, so you're getting a hell of a lot of value over at FanDuel. Why? These teams have gone to overtime in three straight matchups and in five out of the last nine times that they've played. They have great goaltending. They play defense like crazy. Carolina's got a great blue line, but so does Dallas. So I think this is going to be one of those just trading punches, heavyweight type of fight. I think goals are going to be hard to come by. And when you see that, the odds on it going to the extra frame go up. So I say take the odds. Like I said, it's a half unit bet for me. I'm not going crazy. But at plus 370 at FanDuel, I cannot resist it when you're talking about two teams that have done it three straight times. It's just insane to me. Uh, Let's talk about some Sogs, shall we? Let's go Jonathan Tavares of your Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, Give me the over on three and a half shots on goal for him. It's juiced up slightly at a minus 130, but I think it's worth playing. He has uh, done this in four out of his last five games, and for Toronto, he's third on the team in shots on goal. The other guy that I like, he's on the second night of a back-to-back, but we know he likes to pepper the net with shots. We're talking about Jack Hughes of New Jersey. Remember, they just beat C Seattle last night. It was a light slate back in action tonight. They're on the road in Music City. They will take on the Nashville Predators, but he is juiced way up. He's at a minus 160. So if you like Hughes like I do, here's one of the plays you can do. I just gave you John Tavares. I gave you Jack Hughes. If you want to parlay those two together, oh, Snoop would like it. It's a plus 187 over on DraftKings uh, if you want to be able to play that one. And then this is a little bit of a gut feel for me when it comes to the Avalanche, who right now are not playing well. Uh, They are on the road to take on the Washington Capitals, but I'm going to look at Jonathan Druin to have a point for the Abs tonight, it's only minus 105. Here's why. If you rewind over the last few days, he got pushed down uh, to the second line. I think there's a chance he gets bumped back up. And if he does, obviously that top line involves Miko Rantanen. It involves Nathan McKinnon. It involves a much higher probability of him getting a point. So it's slightly below even money, minus 105. I'm going to go ahead and sprinkle that one because if the line combinations come out prior to puck drop this evening and he's been bumped up, that juice is going to come flying down and you're going to wind up having to pay more. So I'm going to play that one here this morning. As always, yield the floor to the fine gentleman from Illinois.
0: All right, team Webber's Parlay playtime in the NBA on this SGP. come with me if you are buying what I am selling. Uh, give me the Lake Show, minus four and a half on the all-spread. Give me LeBron, one or more steals. Give me K Cunningham with a Pistons uh, to get one three and K Cunningham to get a five or more assists. Udodos Trace and Quattro for those legs sets You're looking at a cool plus 145 there at Bet MGM. Uh, Detroit's actually been covering machines here of late. That's why I'm gonna play this on the Spread. Uh, they're eight and two ATS in their last ten on the road. Lakers, uh, meanwhile, six and four ATS in their last ten at home. Still, uh, got to build a little cushion to avoid any kind of pushing there. Minus four and a half. As for LeBron steals, he's averaging one point three here in the month of February. He's done this in six straight games, and the Pistons have allowed. Over last 15 games, the fourth most opponent steals per game at 8.1. And a Cunningham, a three. K. Cunningham, five or more assists. Uh, the Lakers are really in inside the bottom 10 in both these categories last 15 games and what they have allowed to opponents. Cunningham is shooting just 28% for three in the month of February, but he's gotten at least one three in every single game uh, here this month. So I think it's going to be more of the story there. And again, five or more assists. Uh, entirely doable for him, as he has done this in nine straight games. Not to mention when they first met uh, back in November, he had two made threes and five assists in that game. So just repeat that feat, and we cash in. So to recap, to recap, all the SGP Lakers minus four and a half, LeBron one or more steals, K Cunningham one or more threes, K Cunningham five or more assists, plus one forty-five. There at Bet MGM. Elsewhere in bonus time. One more NBA play for you. Give me Sabonis. The Sabonis for a triple-double. It's plus 150 there at Vandal. He's done it two out of three games against Phoenix this season. And a guy, too, that should just be against Phoenix team that is relatively inconsistent in some of the key categories that Sabonis should really tease off on, especially in assists, which is always key because the Suns have about the 10th most assists per game to the opposition over the last 15. So Sabonis triple-double. My final NBA play of the night. Back to college basketball. I'm going to live in the land down under an Iowa State and Cincinnati. Uh, I grab it at 138. The line's down to 136 and a half, and I would play it down to 136 even. Uh, This one being played there in the OHIO. The reason why I like this uh, line uh, against the Cyclones uh, for the Bearcats, uh, it's all about pace of play. Both teams outside the top 250 in adjusted tempo, so limited possessions. Cincinnati's got a sensational defense. Number 51 EFGD over the last 30 days, but they can't score over that same stretch. Number three, 12 at EFG offense, Iowa state, they've kind of left their offense and their defense and aims. They have not been a great road team by the advanced analytics. So they're three and three overall in those contests. I, I don't think this thing's going to get out of the sixties. I really don't. So I like the under in that contest there elsewhere. In college basketball, uh, SGP, Florida, LSU. I'll take Florida down to minus six and a half at home. I'm going to take the total down to 155, and I'm going to hit that over all day. Uh, I got that plus money at DraftKings. This does make any sense. LSU sucks. Uh, I'll give you the specifics on the road of what they've done this season. Oh, they're one and five away from Baton Rouge. And number two, 67, EFG offense, number 182, EMG defense. Florida uh, cannot have a hiccup here at home. Uh, The one of the highest flying and most prolific scoring teams in all college basketball. Todd Golden, man. Those Lululemon pants doing him wonders right now in Gainesville. Uh, So I think Florida will cover that uh, old spread minus six and a half. And I think the total is going to race past a 155 needed to cash in there again at plus money at uh, DraftKings Sportsbook. And then last and certainly not least, uh, Lundy, I'm going to lay the six and a half with Baylor at home against Oklahoma. I don't trust the Sooners at all. And Baylor at home this season 11 and 1, number 9 in EFG offense. Now they're number 103 in EFG defense at home and they're only number 272 EFG defense over the last 30 days, but Oklahoma again another team that can't score. They're number 301 on the road in EFG offense. So, classic case of offense versus defense, both elite in either one of those categories. I think the Bears bear their claws. And when making buckets in convincing fashion, I will lay the six and a half. All right. We are out of breath. I am out of time. Uh, do us a favor, would you kindly, and give us a rating and a review or a thumbs up. Actually, just sweep the board. Do all three for us. The thumbs up there on YouTube. Also, fade or follow the guys uh, on the X. We're always trying to give it to you. Uh, Lundy at Nate. Lundy, all oh, free spreadsheet picks there. I do the same stinking thing at Noisy Juevas, hopefully the (laughs) heater will continue to burn brightly for me in college basketball, went 4-0 last night. And Lundy, oh, I think he's going to be in fuego as well in the NHL where sometimes he's hot and other times he's literally on ice. Uh, For the wonderful and handsome Nathaniel Lundy, I'm Brad Evans. Until next time, as always, feed or follow. That is up to you.